Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited for you today to listen to my good friend, Terry Morgan. Welcome, Terry. I'm glad to be here. Oh, it's so fun for me to um, connect with you. And I would love for you to tell just our listeners, like who you are, where you are, and what you do. Well, um, when I think about who I am, I think (laughs) coffee lover, um, early morning riser. Right now I'm a runner. It's interesting. Uh, the definition changes over time. I'm married um, to a wonderful man. Um, almost 40 years we're moving towards. I've uh, got mom to four kids. I live in Orlando and that's because I work with a nonprofit faith-based organization named Crew. And I've been doing that for over 35 years, also moving towards 40 years. And Um, My official title is to be on the vice president's team for leadership development and human resources, which means I get to do a lot of coaching and a lot of developing people, developing leaders of all types um, around the world. So that's a little bit about me. Terry and I first met years ago when she and her husband and her family were living in Jalapa, Veracruz. And Warren and our family joined them for about nine months. And that was just such a, just a pivotal year in our family. And it was just so fun to come alongside y'all and work um, in the ministry there in Mexico. And there's so many fun memories of that time. What Terry, what's your kind of um, thoughts of how we first connected? I know we, we could talk the whole podcast about just special moments during that year, but anything particular stand out to you? Um, well, Mexico for sure is lots of, lots of great memories. I actually remember when you all came down, I think it was more of a vision trip before you actually even moved and you didn't get your luggage for like almost a week and you were wearing some oh. green shirt or jacket or something like almost <laughs> the whole week. I just remember though that you had such a good attitude about it. And you, you know, you may have griped behind closed doors. I don't know, but you just went with the flow. You just thought, okay, I'm gonna make the best of this and um, just still explored and look and then came back. I was just so thrilled that you actually did decide to move your family Uh down there. Um, I remember doing holidays together, like Christmas and stuff. And I think we did maybe some home church services. Our girls were involved in gymnastics together. There are just so many fun memories. Um, You both contributed so much to just building into the students' lives, sharing different things with them and being Mm -hmm. involved with them, just loving on them. Um, Yeah. And really, when I think about Mexico, what I loved most was the relationships with people. It was that that's really the rich part of it. So we loved having you there. And I know we've looked for opportunities to connect ever since. So this is, this opportunity is a real treat for me too. 
I know that that was such a significant, um, significant year in our family. And I remember when we first got there, we arrived after dark and the directions you gave us said, be sure to get here before it's dark. And I was so stressed out. And um, I think Rosie mm. came and met us and drove us to your place because we were freaked out in the new city. Or we, we wouldn't know how to follow the directions at that point. But but we stayed in your house because y'all were gone for like that first month. I think we were there. And um, anyway, like you said, we had a lot of just shared moments together. It was just so fun to just to feel so welcome in your home and just see how much y'all just poured into people and enjoyed people and served people day after day. And that was a real treat. And I love your sweet potato <laughs> casserole recipe that's in my little cookbook. And um, you're, you just do everything with such excellence. And I know it was fun for our girls. I think of like the little plays oh, and yes. acting out that um, Rachel and Esther did. And I mean, it was just fun. So our girls both have very different um, memories of how that year shaped them in different ways. And so it was, it was a real just treat being with y'all. And, and I think one of the things I think about is um, when we, I, I totally forgot that I didn't have my luggage. I mean, you'd think I would remember that. So I'm glad, I'm glad I fared it wasn't well traumatic with that one. <laughs> the main memory that you have. I know I don't remember that at all, but I do remember reading. I was, this is a little tangent, but um, reading, I was reading the mm. birth order book at that time. And we didn't really know y'all when we came for that vision trip. And, you know, you and Steve are both firstborns and Warren and I are both lastborns. And it's interesting looking now at our strengths because I think, wow, it's, I mean, you know, you kind of know when you're different from people, but it just like, even when I learned your strengths is like, oh, that makes so much sense because y'all both, I think have achiever and you have, you both have more driven strengths That's than one than I do. That's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm excited for um, our listeners to hear a little bit about you and your strengths, but I'd love for you just to tell um, just whatever you would like to of I mean, we've mentioned a couple things, but even maybe this last year or so of something that you did that you loved doing that kind of showed sure. off your strengths. Well, we we did kind of talk about this a little bit, and it's been fun as I've sort of prepped for this time to find out more about it. So um, one thing that I've really learned is that StrengthsFinder goes very deep and um, learning your strengths. You find out more and more about them and how they work out in different settings all the time. And so I've, I've had some background in all of this, but I recently um, took on a role. It's been about a year or two now, but it was, a, it was a big role over the summer to be the communications director for a big conference, our big staff, annual staff conference in uh, with crew and about 5,000 people um, are a part of that. And I had never been a part of the conference at all. Um, but this opportunity to be a part of, be the communications director appealed to me. And I led a super sharp, um, very qualified group of young um, leaders in their fields that did all kinds of things with social media and videography and photography and graphic design and 
all kinds of things like that, all of which I've dabbled in, um, but am not necessarily the expert in. And I loved the experience. I It just was super motivating, energizing to me. And it was, I definitely knew I was working out of my strengths, but I didn't know necessarily how that all came about so clearly. And I started going back and looking at some of the information on each of these strengths. And I thought, wow, look at this. You know, of course, I'm sort of drawn to it because because I'm a learner. And so it was like a new opportunity, something I'd never done before. I was just reading about learner. It says you will be often drawn to challenging and, you know, exciting endeavors. It's like, well, that's exactly what was going on there. And then um, I have Achiever Second, and that enabled me, I think, to deal with the the goals, the, the deadlines, the sort of... Um, supervising or, or just making sure everybody moved ahead, um, getting things done. There were a lot of balls to juggle at one time, but that was also very energizing to me instead of overwhelming. Um, achievers, they always talk about like to check things off and I could keep track of a lot of different tasks and get them done and get them checked off. Mm -hmm. Um, input talks about, which is my third strength, um, really having um, all the information, but liking to share it with other people. And I thought, well, that's exactly what communications is all about. It's like if we have, as a team, sort of the inside track to what's going on and what's going to happen and what the themes are and all this kind of who the speakers are going to be, I can't wait to share that with other people. I've never been one really who thought I want to keep information to myself. I, I find that I'm one who may be actually too open in sharing information <laughs> with other people and input just totally fit with this role. Um, relator is one of my strengths that really has to do with people. And I think those relationships, building relationships with the team members, getting to know them, going deep with them, coaching each one in their in their own strengths and really building them up and um, knowing what they were dealing with as they were working, also caring about their, the deeper sides of their life, that fit as well. And I just love the relationships we built as a team. And then, of course, focus just kept, I think, just keeps me on track <laughs> so that I don't get super mm -hmm. distracted from um, everything else that's going on because a big conference like that's got a million things going on. So it also, I think, helped me to pick which things of everything we could share we could share. It helps me to pick specific words and sort of word craft down to the really focused, even right down to vocabulary words. What are the best words to use that express the most so you don't talk in a whole paragraph? Um, but anyway, it was one of the most fulfilling, like I said, energizing, joy-filling kinds of roles I've gotten to do. And as I look back, I see that all of my strengths were kind of shining in that situation. And it's one mm -hmm. of the reasons why it was so fun for me. Mm, that's so cool to, to kind of look back and see how that just fits together so well, like you say, with yeah. all those facets of it. That's great. Well, do you feel like even now in your role, what, what are some of the things that you're doing currently that you 
feel like, oh, I just love this part. I mean, I know in any job, there's things you have to do that aren't as great, but kind of what sort of the, the, I can't think of the right word, but just what, what really shows what you love to do now. Well, I definitely see what I love to do fitting with my strengths. And I'm, I feel really blessed that I get to do that. One of the major parts of my role is getting to coach um, young leaders. Maybe they're not also young leaders all around the all around the globe. And it's, I mean, I get to do a lot of other things, but it's one of the things that I find when I walk away. Whether I did it really late at night to fit with time zones or really early in the morning. I still find that my energy level is super high and I know that I'm working out on my strengths. And um, I think coaching, one of the things that makes it so perfect for me or some of the things that make it so perfect for me, one is that whole learner thing again, is that as a coach, you aren't necessarily the expert. That's a little different than being a mentor or a teacher where you might be the content expert when you're coaching, you don't necessarily know. So if I'm talking to somebody over in Uganda, I don't know the context of everything that's happening in Uganda. I don't actually know what would be Mm -hmm. best for that person in Uganda. So what I have to do is I have to ask a lot of questions. I have to be really curious and learner. My learner strength really helps me do that. I I literally am curious (laughs) about what's going on. So I don't have to fake it. And it allows me to really pull out the best in them because I'm just using my learner to ask really good questions. Um, I enjoy the one-on-one coaching the best. I think that fits really well with Relator. I can certainly teach Mm -hmm. and I can run trainings and I can do other things in a big group setting, but I find that when that's over, I'm usually more tired. (laughs) Whereas when I'm coaching Mm one-on-one, the relator strength is really shining and I actually am gaining energy as the time goes on that we're together. Um, Focus, input, achiever, those all help me to just keep that straight and um, really help focus on what their needs are, um, offer resources, offer information that would be input at work. But I think that coaching individuals, when I look at it, and when I see my own personal reaction to it uh, or response to it, I see my strengths majorly at work and getting to sort of really shine and carry me in that particular aspect of the job. Mm-hmm. I know it's, it's so easy to take mm-hmm. things like that for granted. But when, like you're saying, when you're, when you're having those appointments and you're, I mean, I know like I've come off of things or conversations, I'm like, oh, I just loved that. Even though it was like, well, she told me some really hard things, but it was like, I, that energizes me kind of more along the lines of empathy. But, um, but I think just it's, I know it sounds so basic, but even, um, continuing just to, to understand and learn about yourself and in your role. And I know there's always changing opportunities in, work with, um, any organization, but that's fun to see, see you kind of stepping into things that you're really made for. Well, and I think the title might change, but some of the dynamics I realize have been going on for a long time. You know, when, when we were together in Jalapa, uh, Veracruz in Mexico, 
it was more one-on-one sort of discipleship with students. It was those individual relationships with the students, many of whom I'm still in contact mm-hmm. with today, years and years later, because that relator gift was at work there. You know, that strength was at work there pro- long before I even knew what it was called, before I could put a name on it. But right. those times mm-hmm. were also really, really fun for me. And now it's in a coaching role and I actually, I can actually name it. But you're right, it's been a fun process to see how some of those things are at work, you know, anyway. But then you get to refine them, you get to grow in them, you find out what they're called, you know that it, you can actually develop it into a strength. And then when you start using it, mm-hmm. it's just very, very exciting. Well, I know like even in the core clarity workshops and things that we do, I know we were sort of trained at the same time, <laughs> but kind of not really um, because you were, you and Steve were supposed to be there, but then um, a family thing came up. So you yeah. got the training a little bit later, but one of the things that we talk about is, um, you know, turning your talents into strengths by developing them. Do you, is there anything that you can think of with your um, strengths that you've been proactive. I mean, I, I know a lot of it is just use. And so those things that you've mentioned are a lot of just using it in coaching or whatever, but or is there anything else? I know because sometimes people think, well, what do I do to develop yeah. my strengths? Do you have any tricks in your bag about your um, strengths? Well, sure. I'm, I mean, I was just thinking um, like what you're doing right now, offering people a podcast that they can listen to to learn more about the strengths is a great way for people to just take it sort of one step forward and learn some more. So podcasts, books, um, I've definitely studied intentionally things like coaching, which aren't necessarily a specific strength, but it's something that I know all of my strengths get to um, get to work out in there. So I'm I'm finding out how to develop learner and achiever. I think things like achiever, I've definitely mm-hmm. studied things about um, sort of just like, you know, work execution, getting things done, how to get, how to be organized, um, how to use things down to a project management system on a computer or whatever that enables me to really keep track of the things I'm trying to achieve and get other people involved in it Mm -hmm. as well. So if I'm leading a team, I can help them also achieve things with little tips and hints and things. Um, Relator, it's probably a lot of practice, trial and error, just, you're right, being involved in relationships and trying to learn how to do a better job at those. I think Mm -hmm. maybe, and actually, this is going so far as to say sometimes you study more than just your top five, my number six is communication. And that's an area that I've definitely intentionally developed, both by learning how to write a blog and learn how to write, attending writers, um, seminars and webinars and conferences and stuff, learning how to be a better writer, um, studying about how to use social media um, all kinds of things in the area of communications that feels like one, like it's a little easier for me to think about how to develop that than how do I develop my focus. <laughs> but some of them right, are more tangible, more tangible than others, but mm-hmm. that's one that for sure, I think maybe I always wrote halfway decent or could speak or communicate my thoughts, but definitely I think there are ways that you can go about 
um, developing your strengths. Sometimes you have to even learn how to, um, in a sense, sort of protect that strength. Like you talk about empathy. It, it can be, like you said, also a little draining if you're, if you're always with people that have really deep needs and you're drawn to that and you care about them so much. But you also have to learn how then to get a break yourself every now and then and, you know, get refreshed, get get some breathing space. Um, so sometimes I think for mm-hmm. Achiever, I have to watch out for not always being on the let's get something done. Let's get something accomplished. <laughs> I have to learn to rest. <laughs> yeah. Um, so sometimes we're learning the opposite side of our strengths as well. Yeah, there's always a little dark side to each of them one way or another. So it's always good to remember. Well, I know uh, you're um, involved in, I'm not sure exactly what it looks like, but in helping develop leaders like all around the world. And um, I don't know if it's your one of the things you do or maybe other people, but how have you seen helping other staff or people you work with know their mm. strengths? Have you done much of that or has that been um not as much the lead yeah actually that's one of my favorite things to do um so it's sort of connected to coaching um it's it draws from a lot of those same elements some some of those same strengths in that um Mm -hmm. yeah i i love getting to share strengths with other people so i actually went so far as to be trained as as you have been and how to facilitate sharing the strengths reports with others um, when they sign up for the assessment and then they get their little report back. It's really nice to be able to go over it with somebody who knows more about the strengths and how they interact together and how they, um, you know, just some experience and how other people use them and how they show up. And so, I think I enjoyed that so much when I had people do that for me that I wanted to be able to do that for others. So I definitely did go through the training Mm -hmm. to do that. And then I look for opportunities to do that now as part of my job. So sometimes it's informal and I'll just be hearing someone talk and I'll go, have you had your, have you ever done the strengths finder assessment? Because I think I'm hearing Uh something, you know, that sounds like a, you know, a strength or definitely, you know, a talent for you. Um, Or sometimes officially I'll be asked as part of this development program or as part of this coaching situation, would you please um, sort of formally be the one who goes over the strengths report with that particular person? And to me, that's, that's just a, it's a huge connect. You can you can imagine with the learner, with the input, with the focus, with the relator, especially. Um, I love mm-hmm. I love doing that. I feel like it's it's one of the best things that we can do is to help people grow in self awareness, grow in sort of a self acceptance. So it may sound kind of weird to say, but sort of like a self love, like they they really appreciate themselves and God's design in their life mm-hmm. and what they get to offer and bring to the table. Sometimes I'll have a younger person mm-hmm. on a team or something who's feeling like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here and I don't know as much and think, are you kidding? You've got this strength and this strength and the other people on your team don't and you can contribute so much by showing up there with your strengths 
that team needs you. And um, I just love that. And I love talking to someone individually about their strengths and having them go, oh, they kind of those aha lights turn on and they go, oh, that's why I like this. Or that's why I'm always looking to, for opportunities to do this other thing. Or, oh, that's what I can offer. And then all of a sudden they start mm-hmm. really having sort of a vision of how God can use them, how they can really contribute and participate wherever they are, whether it's in their family or in mm-hmm. their work or wherever it is. And, and they get really excited about what they personally bring to the table. And I just, I love seeing that. I think that's one of the best things we can do as um, slightly mm-hmm. older <laughs> leaders is <laughs> yeah. to really empower and sort of encourage and sort of release um, people to be the best that God's designed them to be and to really work out of their strengths, not feel guilty that they're not doing these things that aren't their strengths. Like sometimes there's a lot of issues with comparison and I wish I was more like so-and-so and, but then they wouldn't be working out of their strengths and they would just be discouraged and tired. And that doesn't make any sense. So it's really fun to let people see their strengths and then watch them shine. Yeah. Right. Well, I know, I think even as I have been working on this podcast, I feel like I'm continuing to try to (laughs) preach to myself about embracing my strengths. And so it's like, um, I think, I think it is just such a, um, a universal thing that we can tend to look at other people and think, wow, look at them. And And I think even the more as I talk to people about their strengths and, you know, we all have things that we wish that we were more like. And so it's maybe it's, I don't know, it's like a few steps forward, a few steps back because I'm like, oh, I wish I had discipline or whatever to um, be a different way. But, But I think as I have understood my strengths more, I think especially with my empathy and adaptability, because sometimes I would feel like, oh, those aren't so great or, um, but I think this really has helped me even, you know, along with what I know, what God says about me is true and just wanting to be the person that God made me to be. But I think that is so common because we all, um, there's so many amazing people around us, but I think if we can, like you say, help people understand that and for them to see how wonderful they are and to be able to step into that more. Do you feel like that, even the idea of embracing your strengths, do you feel like that's been hard or easy or? um, No, it's definitely been, definitely been a process. I think, um, especially with achiever, maybe learner, but, um, and, and just simply how they fit together in my leadership roles as a woman leader, I'd say there've been, there've definitely been some challenges. And I think um, sometimes, you know, there's this sense, uh, you know, in sort of this subculture kind of view that women should be, like you said, they, everybody should have, all the women should have like the, the empathy strengths and the, you mm-hmm. know, um, the 
that are more caring, softer, and I come in with an achiever <laughs> strength as a woman. And uh-huh. I think it took a while to actually accept that and say, no, this is actually how God created me. It's the strength he gave me. And um, mm-hmm. uh, I want I want to use it to its, its greatest, you know, fulfillment. And um, so... I do think it takes us a while sometimes. I don't know what it is that we know. And it's, you know, it's funny. Somebody has the empathy strength. They want to be an achiever. The achiever wants to be, have more empathy, right? So it's right. Just, <laughs> we, we do deal with that. Um, so I think it's a process. I think it's a process of learning the strengths, learning how they work together and just um, being content in who we are. I love the fact though, that it gives names to you know, it gives us vocabulary mm-hmm. to talk about um, the different parts of who we are and how they show up. I think it also helps us have more compassion for people who are different from us. The flip side of that is sometimes we're looking at what we want right. to see in others. And sometimes we're frustrated by what we see in others because they're not like us. And that's driving us crazy. Right. And I really... I think that strengths helps us in both of those that as I begin to put names to the strengths that other people have, that these things that might be driving me a little crazy are actually the strength they have that I don't have. Now I gain, I gain mm-hmm. appreciation for it instead of getting frustrated by it. And I, I kind of see its role and how it gets played out. And I think, oh, wow that's really important. And I'm so glad they have that strength and that it gets, it gets activated Mm -hmm. in our, you know, our work setting or our family setting. I've seen it happen between family members. Um, you know, so I think they can serve both, both ways, both helping us appreciate ourselves, but also helping us appreciate others. Yeah. I think, um, one of the things even, you know, as I've met with teams or mostly teams, but I think it would be such a great um, practice. I I don't know if it really happens, but as teams or people understand each other's talents to, to just take the time to say, wow, I appreciate that you, you know, you achieved this, you did the list, you were responsible and you did the list or whatever. But I think even though that sounds so basic, I think it could help further all of us to embrace our strengths and to work together better more. Cause sometimes we do maybe just think of, like you say, what we're bothered by or we don't understand because we don't have that. But I think just to maybe just cause I always like a little shout out or whatever, but it's just like, just to affirm each other when, when we see those things happen, when we have that language of like, wow, thanks for all your yeah. research on this task. I, we really needed to have all that information and I would That's never have great, done that. that. You're making a really or great whatever. point there. And I, I have to share with you a little bit of sort of our nerdiness as a family, as a family, we've done all of the kids and the parents, we did the, we all did the strengths finder assessment. And then we did some of the sort of like a team, but the comparison of how, how we're similar and how we're different. And we've done a number of assessments that uh-huh. way, but strengths finder was really key and 
um, that's exactly what the kids would find out about each other. And I have two specifically, one who has more of the empathy and communication and some woo, very, very people oriented, very expressive of emotions. Um, you know, if there's something emotional going on, tells the whole story. That's the whole communication thing. And then I have one who's more analytical, has more of your sort of learner input. I don't, I don't remember exactly which one's maybe strategic, much more of the thinker um, strengths. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the empathy communicator um, would go to the, to, easier to just say to her brother and, and just want to tell this whole story and just unload everything. Need someone to talk to. And, um, at one point he turned to her and said, that just feels, it's just exhausting just hearing you talk about that situation. And, um, and she was exhausted by it, but, um, it, it turned out that, what he was giving her was an incredible gift because even though it was exhausting for him to listen to her and hear all of that, he had recognized that those are her strengths. That's where she's operating. That's where she shines. Um, she's Her strengths were just sort of oozing out even as she was expressing all of this. And when he doesn't have those strengths, he was still willing to sit and listen. Um, he was giving mm -hmm. her a great gift. As well, he would often suggest a book or some more sort of thoughtful instruction. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Very um, intellectual. Here Solve we can you problem. can think about this. You can you can read about this and find out more about it. Um, you know, suggestions to her, which, you know she may or may not have jumped at right at the moment, but she could really appreciate that as a gift that came from him. And so it's sort of like you're saying, it's like, mm -hmm. thank you for bringing that information to the one who has ideation or intellection, you know, and thank you to the one who brings the emotions and the feelings and the empathy. Um, because thank you for bringing that care and, you know, the, the ability to communicate that and express that in a way that I couldn't, you know, we can learn, like you said, to affirm and to thank each other for bringing, for showing up with our strengths, because none of us have all 34 of them, you know, as a strength. And we need each other because they're all mm -hmm. strengths. They're all important. And so we need, we totally need each other to get everything that we need to really be fruitful and effective and, and, you know, do well together. Yeah. That's such an amazing example. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think, yeah, we we're so different and that really um, helps me and whoever's listening just, I think to picture that like, yeah, they're really different. And um, cause we, sometimes we just demand mm. and expect things and people to get it the way we are coming from, but it's not going to happen. And no wonder we get frustrated, but, um, so that's great. Well, Terry, this has been so, um, just great. Just talking to you and just hearing just a little bit of your world and the things that you're getting to do. But I think especially seeing how you're continuing to grow and learn and want to be used to 
to your best capacity of how God made you. And I think that is what we all want, you know, if we're young, if we're old in high school or almost retired of like, how can I really show up and do the things that matter that I'm made for? And so it's fun to kind of have this conversation with you. Well, I have one last question. Um, what has brought you joy or put a smile on your face lately? Uh, that's fun that you would ask that because I was told many years ago that when you're working out of your strengths or how God's, you know, really gifted you, um, you tend to see sort of power. You get to do something really exciting that you look back and you go, wow, I don't even know how I did that. Um, and you get to experience joy in it. And I, so I think when we know our strengths and we work out of them, we do really get to have those, those things show up. And I think, I mean, some, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go a different track. I was going to mention a coaching example, but I'm going to go sort of off, off track here and say that because of COVID, you know, working from home, I've taken on some new hobbies that you throw your learner in and input and achiever, maybe even relater a little bit. Um, I've started, um, I looked into, um, well, my whole family's into new sustainability things and taking care of the environment and all. We found out that monarch butterflies are, um, really suffering in, um, in this area, maybe, maybe even worldwide and that it's really easy to buy flowering plants with nectar that feeds them and the food plant that they're caterpillars, they only eat one particular plant. And if you plant that, you know, more caterpillars and more butterflies can survive. So we went and bought some oh, cool. plants. And um, oh my gosh, I've had so much fun. I've learned all this stuff about butterflies and I've been able to watch, you know, it's like National Geographic in my front yard. Um, huh. The caterpillars show up just teeny tiny and then grow into these big fat things and then form their little chrysalises and then burst out of the chrysalis as a new butterfly and then come back and do the whole process again. It has been such a joy, such, such a joy. And I think just getting to learn and then, you know, it ties in with God's creation, ties into so many things. Um, Steve and I do it together. We go to the, we go back lots of times to the nursery to buy more food plants for <laughs> these silly, hungry caterpillars. Uh -huh. Um, so we're doing it together. Fits for later. And then I'm getting to learn some things and maybe I actually feel like I'm achieving something by helping <laughs> our environment. Maybe that yeah. even ties in there, but it's been a super fun thing. Um, I think you're right. No matter how old we get, we can learn new things. We can try new things. Um, and we can find new, new joys in life. So that's probably been yeah. it. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I want to see I some pictures of those pretty butterflies. Amazing. That sounds pretty amazing. so fun. Well, thank you so much, Terry. This has been so great and I'm Thanks, glad Barb. we got to connect. It's been thank a you so much. Pleasure. Fun to be with you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, 
share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.